Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery. I'm your host, your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger, helping you whip your business into shape. Today I have with me one of my newest friends, Ginny Schuster. I got to meet Ginny through the contact mapping community. I know, my badass crew is so used to hearing me talk about either contact mapping or BNI. They're totally shocked at this moment, Ginny. <laughs> that, that's how we met. And I say that, you know, tongue in cheek completely. Um, but the reason I wanted to bring Ginny Schuster onto the show, guys, is because Ginny has, number one, her own podcast. And number two, she is a multipreneur. She and her husband owned an offset printing business for 24 years. So she's got the the brick and mortar business side. But then for the last two, a little bit over two years, she's been with the LifeWave company. So she has also had a lot of different experiences outside of business, include being the caregiver for her birth mother as in her last five years of her life, and then dealing with the aftermath of her mother's passing. So we're going to talk about all kinds of fun things today. And I know that everybody who's listening right now is going to get something from today. So Jenny, thank you for being here. Oh, Jenny, thank you so much. It was so cool to meet you at the Connect 2022 Contact Mapping, and your energy just vibrated. I am so excited about having this opportunity to be on with you today. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, I know that we've connected, you know, between the, the Contact Mapping Conference and now, and had a great conversation. I was like, yep, yes, yes, yes. We absolutely need to have you on the show to share some of your experience and wisdom with people, but then also to be able to get you and your podcast out in front of more people. Because one thing I know about podcast listeners is they feel like podcasts are like potato chips. You can't have just one. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. We're always looking for the next podcast that we're going to be listening to, right? And adding to our our repertoire. So, so Ginny, tell us a little bit about about you and how you got to where you are today. Oh, that's that's so fun. Thank you. I I love thinking about my beginning. And I just a quick rundown. My first 5 years of life, I don't remember anything because my birth mom was not in my life and a stepmom and dad came into my life and kind of shaped me for the entrepreneurial dream that I had because my dad had his own business and it was basically a workshop in our basement. So I'd go down and I'd sit with him and he told me, oh, I just love being in my own business. And so, you know, of course, for me, I'm going, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur. It sounds so fabulous, you know? So I I knew in the back of my mind that was what I was going to do. I had no idea what, 
but mm-hmm. I knew that definitely Ginny was going to be an entrepreneur. So every time I went into a business, I kind of visualized, oh, how is this business working? Oh, how many employees? What's the background? What do they have to do to be successful? And that kind of is how my thinking went that I would make things happen. So I ended up knowing that I had to get away from my hometown because it was very cliquish. And I wasn't taught a lot about business. All I heard my dad was, being your own entrepreneur is great. And here's how you use this saw or here's how you use this lathe, that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And he built some gorgeous things for different companies. Scott Rotary Seals was the name of his company. And, and what he built was very intricate. So moving on from there, I went to college outside of Boston and I had three jobs because I couldn't afford it and took out a loan. And then I moved to Miami because that was party town. And then comes along the guy that I was dating was an accountant. And I knew in the back of my mind, I needed to have somebody who knew and understand accounting, because if you don't know where your profits are, you can't be successful. And that was my thinking. Right. And down there, I ended up working for Ryder Truck Rental in their computer department. And in the basement was their print shop. So after two years, I was ready to leave Miami for certain reasons. I was done with partying and ready for a new adventure. Well, the guy and I ended up taking some time apart from each other and, and exploring, which is kind of how, since we were both camping in different areas, we ended up getting back together in the fall, getting married and saying, okay, we both quit our jobs. What's our next adventure? We picked up the Wall Street Journal, and in there was an ad for an offset printing business in Boulder, Colorado, and that was where his van was, because we were long-haired hippies, <laughs> that we could stay at campgrounds and check out the area. And also, Colorado was known for skiing. So after we got married, we flew out to Colorado, and we walked into that print shop, and the girl said, well, why don't you buy this one? And our alarms go up, whoa, wait a minute, we know nothing about this business whatsoever. Um, Give us a little time. And we explored Fort Collins. We explored Colorado Springs. And you know what? We had enough money to buy her business, and she showed us what we needed to know. And we thought, great, we'll go skiing. So every single weekend, we went skiing. And... That was back before all the bus lines and everything were all set up. So we camped right at the base of the ski slope, opened up our van doors and walked over to where you buy your ticket and jumped on the ski lift. (laughs) So that's how we spent our weekends. And lo and behold, over time, our business kept growing. And that is why we ended up staying in it for 24 years. And I learned so much. When you stop and think, I knew nothing about business. And here's your money on the line. Well, you do whatever it takes. 
when you're told to pick up the phone and answer, how much does this cost? Well, you better figure it out. Can you get this job done for me? Well, I'm not going to say no. You know, I wanted a business. I'm going to go up to the front counter when the person says, can you get me some business cards by tomorrow? Sure. You know, (laughs) all those things. So we learned so much over the 24 years. And over time, we learned a lot of (laughs) self-development. I learned about watching the profits and losses. Where were we successful? In the beginning, it was to send out flyers and send out deals. Well, over time, you know, when you're young, you can walk into a business and kind of look like a dumb broad and say, hi, I'm Ginny with Speedy B. Here's a pen and piece of paper. I'd love to have your business and walk out because I was scared to death, you know? (laughs) What if they said yes? (laughs) Right? Yeah. So just sharing some of those things that I remember. And then over time, I got more comfortable talking about money, which is what we were discussing. I noticed that as I got more comfortable with the customers and started talking, well, you can do it this way, but have you considered this? Or if you want it that fast, yes, we can get it for you, but I need you to work with me because Mm. we have to get through this barrier, this barrier, and this barrier And I want you to be happy with your job because you only have an allotted amount of time. So to be successful, here's what we have to do. So those were some of the things that I remember in business. Mm -hmm. And then toward the end, I was involved with Boulder Chamber of Commerce because I couldn't be that dumb broad walking (laughs) through the doors and saying, hey, I want your business. Right. Being, finding another avenue, I realized that I loved connecting with business owners. And I got to know all the people at Boulder. Well, it's grown a lot since then, you know, maybe 80,000 at that time. And when CSU, CU was in class, there were 100,000 people. Right. A big difference than what it is now. I think they're close to 200,000. But anyway, I got to know all the business owners. We were such good friends. And I helped the chamber with bringing in memberships and they invited me to be on the board of directors. So once again, there are the avenues that you take. The longer you're in business, the more you learn how to adapt and change you learn self-development. There's so much that goes into the satisfaction of owning your own business because you work through the hardships yeah, and you adapt. I'm sure you know the same thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, I think, I think it's, it's good for people to know. And I, I don't think everybody necessarily, they know it, but they don't think about it that business is not going to be easy. Right. You know, now there's there's not much that we do in business that is hard, you know, unless you're doing like a physical business, like, you know, digging trenches or something, right? Right, right. <laughs> but even nowadays with the machinery available, that's way easier than it was, you know, 100 <laughs> years ago, right? Um, 
but but I think there's a lot of people who don't take into consideration when they get into a business, whether it's a, a direct sales business, whether it's a business that they buy into, like you did, that that business is going to be hard. We I think a lot of people go into it going, okay, this is this is my my thing, my what I'm going to do for the rest of my life, and it's going to be wonderful and there's a little piece in the back that goes, there's going to be something going on. We go, nope, nope, nope. You go sit down. <laughs> right. So, so running that business for 24 years and then now moving into the uh, a network marketing style business with LifeWave, what have you been able to take from that brick and mortar business that has translated into helping your LifeWave business be build and grow and, and be successful? The big thing is I know that I can do it. Mm. So I'm not afraid that someone says, no, they're, they're not interested. You know, I've, I've heard all the no's and I just want to make sure, like most people, you want to find a way that you can help people, whether it's coaching, whether it's in health and wellness, I think most people have in the back of their heart that they want to figure out a way that they have gained knowledge that they can educate people and help to save them time, money, and effort. Yeah. So for me, I've noticed, wow, I, I'm really into the health and wellness aspect of life because surrounding me, I've seen health deteriorate for people. So I spent a lot of time diving in over the last four years of learning about health. Now, I'm not a doctor, but I have been reading a lot. I'm observing between what happened with the caregiving side of things. I'm seeing that there's a huge need for education. And bringing in all the stuff that I learned from business, it started out, I was successful with my birth mom doing that as a business. Now, you have to remember, with her, she wasn't in my life. So, therefore, I was able to step back and approach it with the mentality of, okay, how can I be a good trustee for her? How can I help her the best? I need to know the money side of things. I need to document everything. Yeah. And... I have to take care of myself, which when you're involved with a, as a caregiver and you love somebody, that is one thing that goes downhill. You forget to take care of yourself. So that's one of the 10 must-knows that I think of in business that someone has to understand. So every time I come back, she lived down in Marco, and that's why hubby and I would fly back and I needed 24, 48 hours to recover from it. I just put myself so into it. Well, we took care of her for four, five years before she passed and we were in charge of taking care of the estate sale. Unfortunately, the estate sale lady that we chose stole everything. So it was another five, six years going after her and she did it to 20 other victims. Wow. We were the only family who had documented everything. So once again, business, because I thought of it as 
a business, I had documented everything, documented all the people that I talked to, which was why we won both the civil and criminal case. Wow. So that's a huge aspect. And being able to take care of myself, well, that brings in all this health and wellness stuff that I've been learning over the last four years now since I've been done taking care of her and the estate sale lady. Right. Right. No. And so and, moving into that, so you, you've been mm-hmm. taking these concepts along the whole the whole way. How are you now building your business in LifeWave? What what are you doing to to take what you've learned over these 20 plus years of experience <laughs> in, in business and entrepreneurship and caregiving and moving it into LifeWave? And Good point. That's an excellent question because that's kind of what I've been grappling with. And I see now the importance of all that coming together, how the health for myself, I have seen my husband, my poor husband, I laugh about it, but that's where my heart goes because now I have somebody who is not doing as well Mm. that I need to make sure I'm taking care of myself to help him have best life for himself because he's had a lot of health issues. And so I've been into direct sales with supplements. I've been learning about LifeWave to increase his health and other caregivers. So I've gotten into direct sales so I know that if I get my message across clearly to other people and get them to understand the importance of health, which LifeWave is a part of, you'll keep up your energy. You'll keep up your, you'll rebuild your stem cells. Now these stem cells are a patch. I already went through it with him, stem cell injections. And that's why I chose this way because this is a patch that you put on yourself to help rebuild your own body. Okay. And there are, it uses your own body's light. I don't know how much information you are interested in hearing about that because the, there's just so much to it. Yeah. And, and it includes, when I think about where my heart is to help people is we're all going to age. How do we reverse our aging? Right. And and that's that's my big point here is I I'm taking care of myself. I'm doing workouts. I'm getting time for myself. Fortunately, because we had a business, I'm I can step back and the two of us understand each other because we work together. Yeah. A lot of people don't have that fortune where you understand your spouse that well so (laughs) and from here i'm kind of drawing a blank because it's still unknown territory i just know if i keep exploring if i keep doing my research i'll do the best i can for for him and for others you know and that involves cancer all the treatments and going to doctor appointments with him. Yeah. So I'm I'm not as fluid at this point because it's I over 10 years with him I've learned 
so much that there are ways, and because of my connections, because of Adrian with contact mapping, you and other people, it's made me clarify, I love business owners. I know that if I just keep going and taking another step, if I brighten people's days, it'll help to brighten my own. So it's that give and take of learning from others and constantly talking with. And and I think, you know, because so many of us wear a lot of different hats all at the same time, right? So people who are the, the badass crew who's listening to this now, they have a business. Many of them, when they reach out to me, they share with me, they also have a part-time job or a full-time job that they're working. They are oftentimes married they have children so they're you know and some of them are in that wonderful sandwich generation of i'm raising my kids but i'm also now starting to go through what you went through which is helping to take care of the aging parent and what they're going through and so all these different hats play into this so knowing that that somebody can't be the the best version of themselves for all the people that they want to help without taking care of themselves like that right. self-care piece is so important. And I, I have a feeling that that's what you were meant to be on the show for. <laughs> you know, when <laughs> when I invite people on, I never know what the exact topic is that's going to come up, but it sounds like self-care and the importance of self-care is what's coming up in, in the variety of ways in which people can take care of their health. And I think a lot of people hear about stem cells. People hear about healthcare and all the variety of things that are out there and they they know that these things exist but they don't really understand them so as you've been going through the research with all of this what what have you learned that you feel comfortable sharing because of course like you said you're not a doctor um, right but what have you learned about the stem cell piece because my background is middle school science teacher so i love the science <laughs> behind uh health and wellness technologies that are out there i'm like ooh, tell me more tell me more you know so Tell me more about the what you've learned about stem cells and how this helps in people's health and, and, and self-care. It's hilarious, Jenny, that you say that because I hated science <laughs> in, as a kid. And I saw, uh, you know, okay, C-U-A-K, you know, all those. I could see the board still, and I'm going, who needs to know that crap? You know, I... <laughs> I'm here. I just want to have a nice day. <laughs> I just want AIDS. And I was not a good student. <laughs> oh, no. So, so look at where you end up. I think this is what's so funny. Sometimes the stuff that you do not like in life is what you end up doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I've learned just in my own time is... If you don't learn the lesson you're supposed to learn from certain things, <laughs> the universe keeps putting it in front of you until you learn the lesson, right? So right. it sounds to me like the science piece was something the universe was like, hey, you're going to need this. Right. Hey, you're going to need this. <laughs> so, so what I am finding out is that the nutrition that we thought we were getting to build our immune system so that we can take care of sickness and slough it off and repair our bodies is not there. Mm. So 
the soils. We don't have the proper nutrition in the soil. So when we're doing organic, yes, that is the best way. And yet our body needs more. And one of the big components is the copper peptide. Hmm. The copper peptides, by the time you are 30 years old, you've lost 30%, 50, excuse me, 50% of your stem cell activation. By the time you're 60, you've lost almost 90%. So for me, I'm digging into, okay, well, stem cells is kind of like foo-foo stuff to me. Yeah. What, what do you mean by stem cell? Well, it's like the DNA. So, so it's like having a, when you're a kid, your stem cells are building. They're building organs. They're building tissues. And that's why at about age 30, they're halfway done. Yeah. So, so they're done. They, and that's where the gentleman, the doctor who invented this stuff, Dr. Schmidt, came up with the idea of how do we reactivate those? They think they're done. So, you know, they're deteriorating from age 30 down, okay. 60, you know, because you're almost all, all gone. And so you, what we need our body to do is to figure out where do these stem cells need to go? Mm. Well, some of us, we start to get gray hair, we get to get wrinkles, our energy level goes down, our wounds do not heal as quickly. And that's partly because the stem cell activation is decreasing. Ah, oh, okay. And with this patch, it's not that it's invasive. It's just a little like a Band-Aid. And it uses the body's light to reactivate where those organs or tissues are deteriorating. So it can be with pain. It can be with your energy. And that's where, because of the lack of nutrition that we have, that's why it kind of goes down sooner, faster for some people. Okay. If you're drinking pop, the type of food that you're eating, we have preservatives in a lot mm. of our, even if we eat sandwiches, stop and think about that. You know, I, I never thought about, oh, I'll just get some sliced chicken and put that on a sandwich and hey i'm i'm doing a great job and i'll have some potato chips but the fried foods aren't good i'm sure a lot of you understand and we are making better health decisions on what we eat and this just helps to improve it so some of the people who are on it this gal that i've admired for quite a while had breast cancer so she had all her hair shaved off, and she's a top sales gal. And now her hair is growing in, in the darker color, the original black color. Her skin is improving. Wow. And she's got energy. You should see this gal. She's doing her podcasts all the time, bringing in people who have other testimonials. Oh, I had bad gates. Oh, I couldn't sleep. And... You know, as I said, we're not doctors, yeah. but listening to these people, some people notice within 24 hours a difference of their fogginess. For myself, I've had neck issues, 
and I've gone to chiropractors and I could look left to right, but you know, I hear that popcorn sound mm. and, and I go, uh, you know, or I get up in the morning and go, okay, wait a minute before I go get my coffee, I better walk a little slower. Okay. Now I'm ready to go. You know, those mm. sort of things. So for everybody, the stem cell that has deteriorated chain is different. Okay. Some of us, it's organs. And that is over time. So it took you time, 30, 60 years to get to the point where you are, where you don't have this energy or you have knee pain because you were a runner or you were an athlete in school, these things. And this is where the longer you wear this, the longer you see the changes. And sometimes for some people, such as myself, I say, you know, I work out. I've really made a concerted effort to make right. sure that I'm taking care of myself. I'm getting sleep. I'm working out. I'm taking walks, things like that. And so for me, it's a lot more subtle. And now I don't hear that popcorn, you know, that Rice Krispie, yeah. you know, when you pour the milk on pop, pop, yep. pop. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Now, now, as you've been doing this, so obviously you're you're working through and and using the product yourself, doing Correct. this yourself. How are you seeing the the I'm trying to figure out how I want to ask this? This is going to be fun for my editor to to clip Without this all being together. A <laughs> I know, right? Hey, exactly. Doctor, whoops, I don't have that credential. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, it's so so let's talk about the business aspect then of your the the product and the company that you're with because you know, obviously you chose to go into this because it was something that was beneficial for you and your husband. What right. has what has been your experience with the business side of LifeWave? Oh my goodness, great question. Because this is so different. This is such a different type of business. And yet I know just the way I knew I wanted a business as in my 20s, this I know I want, and I am determined that I will find people similar to myself. And when you get into it, you get so excited that you want to throw up, as Tom Chenault says, you want to throw <laughs> up on people and say, I know what you need. Right. <laughs> I want you to be a business owner. I want more businesses in this country. And I think I've got all the answers for everybody. But you know, Nobody's in the same place I am. Right. Nobody has the type of experience I have. So I literally have got to tone down my excitement and throw up and, and realize that the people who want to be in this business will come. Mm. That is probably the biggest thing I've had to learn. It is the most difficult and yet the right. most rewarding and the people that I surround myself with, I absolutely love. So I, I'm going to say that that is it. I, I am determined and I know I'm on the right path. It was the clarity of knowing that I can help people through the caregiving aspect right. and finding out where your heart is. Oh, so yeah. I literally had to step back and just start talking with people and connecting 
And when I was in the business before, what I loved was being a connector. Yeah. So that is the aspect. If I can help you with your journey of how you're you're around helping your parents or your kids or yourself, I would love to be able to help you that way. Um, the what I've learned because of health um, of hubby going to Mexico, trying this on him, supplements, all that stuff. With him, I've had almost 10 years of learning and going to doctors for different reasons. So for myself, it's the, the energy and the youthfulness that this has brought me Mm -hmm. to be able to step back and look at the business wise, how to educate people as opposed to um, saying, this is what worked for me, and I can share that with you. And if you can get some takeaways from this, I, I have tons of information uh, that I'd be willing, and resources for you, and connections right. to, to help you. Well, and I, I think that that really is a, a big aha moment for a lot of people. Because I know personally, when I when I got started in my own direct sales business in 2010, yeah, I did the verbal vomit thing. <laughs> like just, you know, oh my gosh, you totally need to do the business with me, blah, 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 blah. Like, and would, and anybody, there's a reason why I have a podcast, I love to talk, right? right. I could just go on for days and people would be like, I wanted to say no half an hour ago, but she hasn't come up for air for me to say no. <laughs> you know, so been there, done that, right? right. And it, it's something that I think we all learn because, you know, even though you, you have the entrepreneurial experience from before, being in a brick and mortar business, when you're hiring an employee, it's different than bringing a team member on who's doing a business with you because it's not like you were recruiting other offset printing business owners right right right? that wasn't your business model (laughs) right so it's a it's a skill to be learned right by people right and and we all get the opportunity to learn to choose to want to learn that skill and how to do that and where to to find that information right and so you know that's something that i had to learn myself and then turned around and got to work on that with my team. You know, it was something that I I did for years. So, you know, I think for each of us knowing what our next skill is that we need to learn, what's the next thing we're working on? What's the next thing we're, we're improving instead of trying to to do all the things because we're we're all wearing the 17 hats. Which hat am I wearing now? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. And, and, I, one of my one of my newest coaching clients, she listened to an episode that I did with Tara Wagner that was about, you know, how do you avoid burnout in business? How do you, you know, how do you do this? And one of the things she talked about was having CEO time. So where you're the CEO of your business, looking at your business, okay, what needs to be done? And then the CEO creates a plan and says, okay, now employee, you're going to go do these things. And then you have to switch hats because you are also the employee. Right. And for her, that's been the big <laughs> shift is to go, okay, put on CEO hat, do CEO time. What is it that needs to be done in the business? Good. And what am I going to tell me to do? 
And what can I let go of that somebody else that I can pay can do it better and faster than me? That is a concept that when you work for somebody is hard to change that thinking. Because when you work for somebody, you're always figuring out, how can I save money? And yet sometimes saving the money is not how you have to look at it when it's your own business. And yeah, and business growth cannot be done by yourself. Right. Cannot be done by yourself. Um, You can't grow. Right. In, in In a solopreneur situation bringing in other people in a variety of ways, whether it's through network marketing, where you're bringing on team members, where you're bringing on customers, where you're bringing on people, you know, that all of, look at the the upline in your business. Right. Oftentimes they have assistants helping them. They have gotten to the point where they, they said, I can't do it all myself. There's some things in my business that need to be done by somebody else and they pay an assistant to do that. And sometimes it starts with paying someone to come clean your house. You don't have to be the one to clean your house or delegate it to your kids or something. I mean, there are just so many different ways that you can do that. Jenny, this has been so great. Um, For the listener right now who goes, Jenny has some really great information, some great thoughts. I wanna reach out and connect with her. How can they reach out and connect with you? Oh, I'd love it if they connect with me on LinkedIn, Jenny Schuster. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're wondering right now, Badass Crew, how do I spell that? Don't worry about it. You know (laughs) what I'm about to say. Go to the show notes because we have the link to Jenny's LinkedIn right there in the show notes. So you don't have to worry about how do I spell that? So we've got it for you guys. You don't have to worry about mistyping it or anything. So if this is your first time listening to the show and you're like, show notes, what are show notes? What you're going to do is grab your phone. Click on today's episode, scroll beneath Jenny's beautiful picture, and you will see the show notes there, key takeaways, what we talked about, and then, of course, Jenny's LinkedIn link, so you can click on that and go connect with her there. If you don't have a LinkedIn account, y'all get a LinkedIn account. You're in business. Get right. a LinkedIn account. You you yes. really should be on LinkedIn, and, I, and my audience knows that I don't like shooting people but this is one area where if you want to be taken seriously as a, as an entrepreneur in the direct sales network marketing and MLM space, having a LinkedIn account builds your credibility because you, it shows you are in the business world, the business mindset, business mentality. So if you don't have one, put one together and connect with Jenny. <laughs> so go. I would be love to, to hear from people. Thank Absolutely. you so much, Jenny. Oh, no. Thank you, Jenny, for being here and sharing these nuggets of wisdom that I know are going to help quite a few people. Um, My badass crew loves these little nuggets of information um, to help them build and move forward. So, Jenny, thank you again for being here. You are fabulous, and I can't wait to continue the conversation. Oh, thank you so much. You're a badass, and I love it. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And badass crew, you know how this goes. Stay tuned because there's another badass episode on its way. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. 
You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.